specifically from 2008, one of the big lessons learned for homeowners is we're going to do this different this time. Um, they didn't go out and buy the jet ski and go on vacation and you know do whatever they wanted to do and, and think this will never end. The other lesson that the mortgage market, the financial markets learned is we're not going to go and make all these exotic loan products available to uh, to customers. What do we know about the last couple of years? Home prices have appreciated dramatically, but people have you know paid over appraisal in a lot of times, and and, and they've also said. During the pandemic, we want something different and we're willing to pay for it. Welcome to the Real Trending Podcast, where your host, Tracy Belt, Editorial Director of Real Trends, interviews the brightest minds in real estate. Each week, brokerage leaders, top agents, team leaders, and industry experts join Tracy to share trends, their secrets to success, and the lessons they learn navigating this ever-changing industry. Before we begin, here's a word from our sponsor. You know the role of the real estate agent has changed forever, and if you want to succeed in today's market, you need the right insights and tools from a source you can trust. Keeping current matters makes it easy to be the market expert your clients expect, with trusted insights that give you the confidence you need and timely content that gives you the presence you want. KCM helps you drive credibility and consideration. Learn more about how to master the market and your marketing with Keeping Current Matters by visiting trykcm.com forward slash Realtrends to learn more. Welcome to the Real Trending Podcast, where we speak to the brightest minds in real estate about leadership, business growth, trends, and strategy. I'm your host, Tracy Velt, Editorial Director of Real Trends. Today, I'd like to welcome David Childers, President of Keeping Current Matters. So welcome, David. Thanks, Tracy. Excited to be on with you today and uh, looking forward to our conversation. Yeah, I want to talk about trends in home prices. Obviously, sure. the, the lots of information in the news, um, you know, lots of negativity in the news as well. But let's get down to some of the facts. And, and um, so talk to me a little bit about what you're seeing in the market and what some of your um, research has been. Sure. Yeah. So, you know, at Keeping Current Matters, what we try to do is look at what everybody's saying out there and give an honest approach to uh, to that, because you're right. You don't see, I don't think you get honesty out of the news. You said it's sort of uh, a lot of bad information uh, most times. So let me, let me tell you what uh, is happening right now with home prices. A couple of things are, are beginning to, to, to become very, very clear. One, you know, a lot of people almost eagerly, maybe in some areas, uh, have been awaiting home prices to fall. You know, think of the person that wants to jump in and scoop up uh, a home. Um, and And I think, you know, when you look out there of what's being forecasted, what's happening in the market, you know, the, the bad news there is that, that that train's not coming, so to speak. Obviously, great news for, for homeowners, but nothing uh, of that sort heading uh, our way like a crash. Now, on the home price scenario, it's very interesting, the, the place that we're in, the rapid rise in interest rates um, has, you know, sort of been this you know, uh, governor, if you will, for the housing market. You know, we saw the last two years, unbelievable appreciation, unbelievable frenzy in the market. Now interest rates have risen, home prices have risen as well. That's affected affordability and slowed the market down. You know, as we look into next year, um, uh, the forecast for appreciation, I would say, are right at flat. The reality is, I think there will be markets that were overheated that see a little bit of depreciation, and there are markets that won't see that. They'll see appreciation. But 
um, you know, somewhere between uh, uh, you know one or two percent appreciation, one or two percent depreciation. Not this massive number uh, of depreciation. There is an interesting thing that's happening with forecasters. Those that really focus on the builder portion of the business are trending to be more negative than those that focus on existing home sales uh, tend to be more positive. So. I think we're we're heading into a year that you know coming out of the the last couple of years is going to be very very different, but certainly not one that's you know sort of this Armageddon scenario for home prices. Yeah, I I agree, and I do want to backtrack a little bit because I want you to talk a little bit about um, keeping current matters and tell our audience a little bit about you and um, and your company. Sure, absolutely. So back 14 years ago, um, back uh, around 2008, Keeping Current Matters was started. And really the intent was to give agents access to what's happening in the market, you know, give it to them in a shareable way. So now today, 14 years later, um, we have a, a team that has been built, uh, that is strong, that gives good answers in the market when sometimes there aren't. Uh, good answers. And I would say we're in a, in a market that's very similar to that today, you know, very different than 2008, different than 2020, but a lot of questions uh, that are hard to answer right now. So the aim of our team, you know, if you were to come in our office, Tracy, there's a, a wall in our office that says, we believe every family should feel confident when buying and selling a home. And that's, that's what drives us every day is to give agents the information they need to help families feel confident buying and selling homes. Yeah, that's a great mission. And, um, you know, as we talk about the market and talk about affordability and and really just talk about the changing um, or shifting market, we've done some research where brokers have answered that anywhere from 25 to 75 percent of their agents have never been in a and I say, quote unquote, down market, because, I mean, if you compare it to the last couple of years, um, I don't think that's a fair comparison. So um, talk to me a little bit about what those agents, um, what the challenges that they're having, and then where is the opportunity? Yeah, I think you're right that there are many agents that are in the business right now that haven't seen a market like this. They just you know, got in the business um, and they've generally seen good markets and rising markets. Um, and so a couple of things from a perspective um, that I would bring to, to somebody like that. One, I think we're heading into a year that's going to be very, very different. You mentioned the last two years. The last two years were anomalies in real estate. You know, if there's anything that um, that we may have, uh, you know, going against us right now, it's that we got too used to 2020 and 2021, and certainly uh, the, the beginning of this year. And now the market is, is shifting. I would say a couple of things. Um, likely, and let's take this topic we were just talking about, home prices. There's likely going to be a very small statistical difference in what happens at homes, meaning if homes were to appreciate by a percent or depreciate by a percent, it's not really going to be this earth-shattering thing. What is going to be the huge difference, though, is the way that impacts my behavior. You know, what's the story I'm sort of telling myself? Like, Hey, nobody wants to buy a home. Uh, homes are going to depreciate. Whatever the thing is that I'm telling myself, I think that's probably the biggest um, piece of coaching is stay connected to, you know, those that are giving you the information. I, I happen to be a, you know, I believe we do the best job at it, but there, you know, stay connected to the market, become a student of our business. And I think what you have to also understand is 
that, you know, real estate is driven by life events, a new job, maybe uh, having a baby and needing more space, the, you're downsizing, whatever the case may be. That's what drives real estate. Will there be, there'll be people that say, hey, we have a low interest rate. We're not going to do something because that's sure there will be. But there will be the person that has to move, that has to do something that we can service. But if we have that story inside of our head that, gosh, this is a this is a tough market. This is a down market. I don't know if I can do it. I think that's going to be the biggest obstacle that newer agents have to face clearly over the next six months. Yeah. And, and so um, with that come a lot of opportunities in the market, too, yeah. that if you're if you really understand and, and have the right mindset, you could take advantage of those. So, um, you know, let's talk a little bit about those opportunities. Well, I think there are, there are many opportunities. Let me tell you a couple of things that become very clear. So we started off talking about, you know, I would I would call a flatter market going into next year. And, you know, the last couple of years, we've seen tremendous home price appreciation. What's becoming very clear is that forecasters aren't saying this is going to hang around for many years. It's, it's kind of like, hey, we're going to go through this little bit of uh, rocky time going into next year and then you know, coming out of that towards the end of next year and into 2024. Um, back during the global financial crisis, you know, we think about the Great Recession, home prices depreciated for five years. So nothing like that. So I think the the, the optimistic way to look at this is, okay, there's some things I'm going to learn. There's some things we're going to go through as a business. I'm going to stay strong. I'm going to have the right mindset like we talked about. And, and what's ahead? So the, the biggest thing that, that is clearly ahead is um, the Fed working to tame inflation. That's what, you know, sort of has set this whole thing off. Inflation will always be the enemy of long-term interest rates. So when inflation's high, you can expect mortgage rates to be high. Now, all of the work the Fed is doing, if you turn on the news or you listen, um, it's causing CEOs and experts to call for uh, us to go into a recession in this country. So if you, if you take, uh, I'll give you an example, KPMG, the large consulting firm, even this weekend, uh, the Wall Street Journal came out with, uh, both of those organizations uh, have come out with surveys that essentially say CEOs and, and business leaders see a recession hitting this country in the next year, sometime between you know uh, six to 12 months. Well, the real question you want to ask yourself is how does that affect real estate? Now, recession is a term that you know sort sort of marks an economic slowdown. But back in two thousand eight, that word took on a new meaning. People got hurt, and and certainly our business was at the epicenter of uh, of the recession. But if you go back historically, what a recession is meant to real estate is falling mortgage rates. And there are a lot of reasons for that, but but we can go all the way back to the early 80s. Every time we've had a recession in this country, the average interest rate has fallen. So let's go back to what you were talking about. What, what's ahead? How do we prepare for that? Well, okay, I'm going to keep my mind right. I'm going to do the work that I need to do. And as we, we, we get closer um, or, or start to hear, gosh, our economy is going into recession, then we can lead people through that and say, okay, that typically means falling mortgage rates. I can be the educator. I can help people see what the advantage is in that. I mean, the, the two things that we you know, asked for in our business for the last two years is that homes wouldn't appreciate so quickly and that there was more inventory on the market. We're seeing more inventory. We're seeing less appreciation. So we got that. 
and then we see interest rates um, starting to to come down through a recession. So what can agents and brokers do to ensure that they the correct information is going out to their clients? Tell me a little bit about the the sources that you use and the type of information that they could they could find um, that will help them in their business. Yeah. So I think what you have to do today um, is you have to become a student of the market. You have to be looking at everything coming out and saying, what is actually happening? Because the unfortunate thing is it's in the news today. Consumers don't get that. They get the sensationalized headline where, you know, something may be said that may be even factually correct, but it's hugely misleading uh, as a headline. So you have to stay connected to that. What we do at Keeping Current Matters is we scan everything coming out in the industry and give that back to you as a way to educate your clients. So you don't have to use us, but you do have to be connected to that source. And that's CoreLogic, everything NARA is saying, MBA, Fannie or Freddie, whoever the, the sources are out there, what's happening? What's being published in our business? What's the truth about home prices? What's the truth about affordability? What's the truth about foreclosures? Because all of these fears start to weigh in and, and Here's, here's the thing that happens in the absence of that fear then starts to make um, an impact on how I, how I see the real estate world, how I see the world in general, but we're talking about real estate today. And then I start making decisions based upon that. So if I believe it's not a good time to buy a home because I read a, an article or I saw a headline, maybe I didn't even read the article. I just saw the headline and then I decide we're not going to buy a home. That has a negative consequence. Certainly, um, if we miss out on on what that could mean over time from an appreciation or equity standpoint, but also it starts to you know become a self fulfilling prophecy. If everybody believes it's not a good time to buy a home, they don't buy a home. Then it's not a good time to buy a home. You know. Yeah. So what I want to talk to you about how to really get buyers off the fence. Um, if you know they're concerned about. Uh, interest rates or, you know, they're concerned about um, that the home that they, they missed their opportunity to sell. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, what what do you, what advice do you have um, concerning those matters? Well, I think there's um, a couple of things that I would think about that. Well, in this market, let's be honest, there there is a category of people that have been priced out with rising interest rates that they can't afford a home and they, they've got to, you know, the, the, the true challenge for them is rents are going up at an extremely fast pace. So, but, but that is reality. The other um, uh, side of the, the coin is if you're thinking about buying, that's an extremely personal decision. And so there are life events and things that, that determine that. And in understanding those is going to be important. So if, if I've, if I, some people don't have the, the option, they're probably not the ones that aren't on the fence, but those that have the option is, is, is really two things. What do you believe about interest rates? What do you believe about prices over time? Now, I, I just gave you the, the interest rate uh, piece. And most you know folks would say, hey, in the next year, we're going to go into a recession. That means falling mortgage rates. So one scenario is we, we want to wait until then to buy. We're going to wait until the rates come down to buy. Well, you have to then think what's going to happen with home prices. And, and before we talked about that, probably negligible impact, percent up, percent down, not, not a huge uh, um, difference in home price. So depending on the market that you're in and what you're looking at, I would actually sit down with somebody and say, 
here's my forecast for our market. Here's what I'm going to believe is going to happen on interest rates. I think it's very tough for somebody to say, I'm going to wait for interest rates to come down because you better be right. If you buy now and they come down, you can refinance. But but if if they don't and prices go up, then it is what it is. So I think it's looking at interest rates. I think it's looking at prices, really understanding it, helping that individual, that family, whatever the case is, making the wise decision based on their their unique position. Yeah, and I think a lot of people have been sitting on the fence just because they hear, you know, they hear the words recession, interest rates. Sure. Um, and, you know, is it your opinion that given a little bit of time that um, they'll start to feel more comfortable about making the move again and, um, you know, more buyers will come into the market? Sure. Yeah. Well, a couple of things about that. Most people typically think in a recession, home prices fall. That's what's the the sort of um, common knowledge or, or thought is, and it's not true. We did a study at Keeping Current Matters going again all the way back to the 80s, looked at home prices in the last six recessions in this country. Four out of the six times, home prices appreciated. Twice they depreciated, once in 08, which is what everybody remembers, down by 20%, and once in the early 90s, uh, when homes lost uh, about a percent and a half, um, very, very, very little. So I think what the bigger issue is, is uncertainty. And and it's uncertainty relative to recession. It's uncertainty relative to, it, it, on the individual level, how's that going to impact my business, my job? What's that going to do? So it, it's helping people understand typically how as a recession Affected housing, you know, prices, and, and I mentioned the rate piece earlier, falling rates, and it's creating certainty with them. And I, I think as we do that, that helps more people be confident in making a decision, um, you know, in, in making one saying, okay, I've, I've been educated. The, the challenge we have in our business sometimes is people will buy a home, people will get a loan, and they may feel like, you know what, I don't know that I knew everything about this. I don't know that I fully understood the transaction. Uh, and that's our job. Yeah. And um, let's talk a little bit about trends that you see um, in, in the market uh, just coming up. What, you know, what are some things that, that agents and brokers should really be aware of? Yeah, I, I think there are two uh, very uh, impactful trends right now that truthfully, we don't know uh, how they will impact real estate. One is what's going to be the impact of the last two years of two and three quarter, 30 year fixed interest rates. What will people do in those homes? And in, in a lot of cases, they may say, we're not going to sell this home. We're going to turn it into an investment property. Or they may say, we're going to stay and you know do an addition or something like that. But we don't know the impact of that. The, the second trend I think that's very, very uh, interesting is the amount of home equity that uh, is out there in, in owner-occupied real estate today. You know, there was uh, in the last year, there was a headline that basically said, you know, there's $10 trillion in mortgage debt and it's never been this high. I don't know if you remember that or saw that. Um, and right now that number stands at $12 trillion. So the interesting thing, you talk about headlines or things that are put out there to, to sort of scare people. There's $41 trillion in owner-occupied real estate in this country. 12 trillion in debt, that means 29 trillion in equity 
Um, the LTV, you know, the, the money uh, loaned or borrowed on homes today compared to what they're worth is at a very, very low number, about 29%. So what we don't know is what's the impact of that equity? It'll be put to work. You know, somebody going to go buy a rental property or they're going to buy a second home or are they going to do something else uh, with that equity, but people will will use it, no doubt. You know, coming out of 2008, one of the big, you know, sort of um, uh, shining stars, if you will, during the pandemic was the amount of equity that people had in their homes. I, I think that's a trend that, that we're going to see in the future play out in, in, in ways that we probably haven't seen in real estate before. Yeah, that I mean, that's really important to understand the difference between, um, you know, 2008 and today and home equity, the, the amount of home equity. Um, had is is very very different from from the yeah. past um, recession. So, what are some other maybe lessons learned that are takeaways that you can share with our audience from you know two thousand eight to today that could help them navigate this market? Well, I think the it's a great question. Um, specifically from two thousand eight, one of the big lessons learned for homeowners is we're going to do this different this time. Um, they didn't go out and buy the jet ski and go on vacation and you know do whatever they wanted to do and and think this will never end. The other lesson that you know the the mortgage market, the financial markets learned is we're not going to go and make all these exotic loan products available to uh, to customers. What do we know about the last couple of years? Home prices have appreciated dramatically, but people have um, uh, you know paid over appraisal in a lot of times and. and that that's not money that's lent, you know, it comes out of pocket. And they've also said during the pandemic, we want something different and we're willing to pay for it. So, so I think that is a trend, but if you were to look back on each crisis in home ownership and even take, you know, the pandemic from that, here's the point that I would make with people right now. It's the fact that home ownership wins. And I'm not saying that just because I'm in the business I'm saying that because it's true. If you look over time, um, at the last 30 years, let's say, in, in, uh, in home ownership, the amount of equity that people are able to build through owning a home is, is staggering. You know, it's the majority of the way that Americans build equity. I mean, build wealth in this country is through home equity. So I think home ownership wins. And, you know, the question I always like to ask people is, you know, when they kind of think, should I buy a home today? Well, the real question is, if you could go back 10 years from now, would you buy a home? And most people are like, yes, how many could I buy? But what makes you think it would be any different 10 years from now? And so, sure, if somebody's saying, hey, I may not be here for a year, I don't know if it ever makes sense to buy a home, you know, if you're not going to be there. But if you're going to be there a while and it's the right decision, then I think we have to bring that perspective back you know, as compared to the last six months or the last few months and prices and interest rates and all the things that consume us right now. Well, and I think it's powerful, the uh, statistic, and I think you said over the past 10 years, it might have even been longer, how, uh, home prices have only depreciated twice and they've appreciated. That's since since the early Okay, 80s. so much longer than 10 yeah. years. Um, you know, I think that's such a powerful, um, you know, statistic to use when talking to potential home buyers as well. And, you know, we're looking at several new generations coming into home buying. Sure. So um, tell me a little bit about the generational trends that you're seeing. 
Yeah, it's very interesting. Uh, that's one of the things that's making a, a, a significant mark on this uh, real estate market right now. So if you think about prices and home prices and how they've, they've uh, escalated the last couple of years, there are a couple of specific reasons for that. One, for the past 14 years, going all the way back to 2008, we haven't built the number of homes in this country that we've needed uh, for the number of people that want to buy a home. And if you look back at that time, um, we, we literally built more homes in the 70s and 80s than we've built for the last 10 years. Then there's a reason for that. I mean, if you think back to 2008, um, our business was the epicenter of that, like I said, and builders were the nucleus or whatever whatever that is beyond that. Builders got really, really hard hit. If anybody was back in the in the business back then, you know that. You know, if literally if you would have walked into a bank and tried to get a home loan on a lot that you wanted to build a house on, they would have run you out of there. I mean, the, the, you know, builders got extremely hard hit, a lot got out of the business. So we didn't build the homes. What you have happening right now um, is you have millennials moving through their peak home buying years. And we know from NARS uh, statistics on the average uh, profile of a buyer, that's between two, 22 and 34 years when the majority of people um, buy a home. I'll give you a couple of shocking statistics last year. Um, 81% of first-time home buyers were millennials. 43% of all buyers were millennials. So you have this massive generation moving through a market where we don't have enough homes. You know, if, if you open up an article or, or anything, you can see we're underbuilt by two, three, four million homes, depending on what they say. So that will keep upward pressure on prices. But, you know, there's sort of this thought several years back that millennials would never buy and they would rent. And it's just not true. They're, they're out in force. Yeah. Well, and I'm generation X and we didn't need a lot of homes. So <laughs> not yeah, compared yeah. to the millennials or the baby boomers. So, yeah, yeah. so yeah. So any final thoughts on, um, you know, the current market or thriving through, um, this market? Yeah, I, I think the, you know, if, if I were talking right now, uh, you know, I know agents are listening. Um, I would have a couple of things really in my back pocket because I think the one of the challenges in the market today that we don't talk a lot about as agents is rentals. And I know there are a lot of people that are, that are in this business that are landlords. Um, but but if somebody can't buy right now, they have to go and rent. Um, and rents have escalated uh, in an unbelievable way over the last uh, couple of years. And so I would have at my fingertips, what is a you know, two or three bedroom apartment renting for where I'm at? And in most cases, what you find is you could go out and buy something equal to or maybe a little bit less than what you can rent something for. And so I just think perspective in this market matters. There's a lot happening. There's a lot that people are talking about relative to the shift that's taking place. But no doubt, homeownership wins. Definitely. Mindset. Um, perspective and making sure that they have the information they need to make decisions and keeping those relationships going is, is really Absolutely. important in this market. Well, David, thank you so much for joining the Real Trending Podcast. We really appreciate your insight and, um, you know, keeping current matters is always a great site to go to for housing market information. So thank you. Thanks so much, Tracy. Thank you for listening to Real Trending. If you haven't already, we'd love it if you'd take a minute to rate the show or leave a comment. And we will see you next week with more news and insights.